in the beginning, day four, the beans or the background. Quick recap of where we've been so far. After God creates the world, he creates humans in his image in order to have a relationship with us. The first humans, Adam and Eve, introduce evil into the world, making it impossible for us to dwell with God in the Garden of Eden anymore, which is day one's post. The world continued to populate, and unfortunately, with more people came more evil. At some point, God floods the earth to rid it of the evil people, which is the story of Noah and the Ark, day two's post. Generations later, we meet Abraham and Sarah with a son, Isaac, whom God promises to establish a lineage of his people through, which is yesterday or day three's post. The verse that we're about to look at is about Jacob, Isaac's son. So Abraham and Sarah's son Isaac had a son named Jacob. Don't worry, I'll catch you up during the fill portion of the post. The verse, Genesis chapter 32, verses 24 through 30. So Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched and as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The fill. What's the point? Isaac and Rebecca. Once Isaac grows up, he and his wife Rebecca have twin boys named Jacob and Esau, or I should say Esau and Jacob. It was said that even from the time of birth, Jacob, born second, came out the womb grasping the heel of his older brother Esau. Jacob actually meant heel grabber or manipulator. Throughout their story, we watch Jacob manipulate events in order to get ahead, even confusing their dying father to steal his brother's birthright and blessing. This was a pretty huge deal, so after stealing them, he runs away because his brother Esau is likely to kill him for what he's done. Jacob, Rachel, and Leah. In a completely crazy string of events involving more tricks, but tricks done to Jacob this time, Jacob finds himself married to sisters, Leah and Rachel. Rachel is his favorite and his true love, and Leah, well, he was tricked into marrying her and thus not his favorite. But wait, back it up. Did Jacob ever see Esau again? Yes, he does, and this is by far one of my favorite stories in the Bible. The night before Jacob is to meet his brother, of course terrified of what's going to happen, Jacob actually wrestles with God all night long. Jacob says to the man he's wrestling, I will not let you go unless you bless me. God asks, what is your name? Yes, he knows Jacob's name. Just wait. Jacob replies, Jacob, remember, which means heel grabber or manipulator. But then God says, no, from now on, you will be named Israel. In this moment, God is telling Jacob, stop being trapped by your past. You are not that manipulative person that you were anymore. Your past does not define you. Be made new. Remember, the promise that God made to Abraham about having all of these descendants that would be his people, 
Well, they are known throughout the rest of the Old Testament as the Israelites. That's right, because they all come from the line of Jacob, who is now known as Israel. So Jacob, I mean Israel, must have had children? Yep. Between the two women and their two servants, four women in total, Jacob has 12 sons and one daughter most people forget about. But his youngest son, Joseph, was the son of Rachel, his favorite wife, and he becomes Jacob's favorite son, which is where we'll pick up tomorrow. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? Do you need to wrestle with God because of pain in your past? Are there things that you did that you can't forgive yourself for? Are there things that were done to you that still hold you in bondage? Do you still wear labels from your past that hold you back? Unworthy, shameful, worthless, unlovable. These labels that are etched on our hearts and haunt our minds no longer have power over you. If you are struggling with a past, whether it was done to you or something you did yourself, friend, in the name of Jesus, I proclaim you cleansed. I have ripped those labels away, and please know they have been replaced by the labels Jesus has for you. Loved. Cherished. Precious. Gifted. Accept your new labels and new identity and live life more vibrantly, freely, and truly blessed. Accepting these new labels and then actually learning to live them out aren't always so easy. So can I please, please, please encourage you to reach out to me or another trusted friend to walk through the journey with you? It can and will change your life for the better.